What's good, people? Welcome back. Sleep easy. Uh, for those who don't know, this is going to be part two of the Takashi 69 uh, story. Right now, we got the trial version. We just went through the timeline. So if you need to like hear about the timeline or what led up to this trial, go peep the episode that previously. Um, yeah. And as always, I'm here with Matt. And we got Zach again back at it. Happy to be back, bro. I'm ready to get into this trial, bro. I feel like I'm. I feel like I'm <laughs> watching a Netflix series, dog. Should have got some popcorn for this this podcast, bro. Because it's crazy this shit that happens, dog. The timeline, bro. Dude, like we went through wild. about a year and like a couple months, and that shit, like all the shit that happened. If you haven't listened to the timeline episode, please listen to that shit because it'll blow your mind. Uh, how much baffling. shit this dude it's gets baffling. into, bro. It really is. It's crazy how much happens in such a small amount of time. That's what that's what's crazy. Right. Like barely an amount of time this man's gone through so much. Like my man did so much in one year, bro. This is like almost a year for me since today. And I'm like, damn, dude, what the fuck am I doing with my life? Bro? Dude, you're like you're doing that... your life correctly, Sylvester. That's right. like the stuff like, that my... we just talked about. <laughs> that's not tight. That is Nobody, not cool. <laughs> That's like the thing though. It's like like my man has a full on highlight reel, and I'm bro. over here just like, damn, bro, dude, this is nah, I can't bro. even get it. Those First aren't off, highlights, brother. Gotta... He's on shacked in a fool every night, dog. You also have <laughs> to stop calling him your man. That's not allowed anymore. Yeah, I'm surprised that you haven't cut bait yet, bro. After that timeline bro, episode, no, nah, he has. Like you're nah. still rocking with this guy. No, 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 he has. He's cut bait. He, he he's doing this just for the troll aspect, bro. Dude, I feel like me and Takashi have a lot of common bro. in that that matter that we're Don't both just this, trolling the people. But anyways. <clears throat> we're back trial God. so it's a <laughs> so the trial was mad wild it's an ongoing thing and went on for three days uh bro, hang on, nah. and pretty much bro, <laughs> if we ever get big bro we're gonna have to delete that part of the episode bro like we <laughs> bro we're gonna have to delete so much so much <laughs> go ahead bro go ahead. <laughs> okay so <laughs> The, the trial was taking place in three days, and it's mad wild, man. A lot, a lot is covered in three days. Um, so the big takeaway from day one that we get is Takashi. He testifies against two big members from the tri, the the nine trade gangs, and that is he testifies against Anthony Ellis Ellison, yep, Harv, and El Germai Mac, yep, which is like one of the big big guys in in the that gang, yep. Um, so what he does is he he calls these two names out and he testifies that both of these people are members of the Treyway blood and that they're pretty big. And then he allegedly tells them how they're high profile, that they've sold drugs, they they sell heroin and fentanyl and ecstasy. It pretty much breaks down like, like the kidnapping and that they're the people that kidnapped him last year were the ones that, that were like part of that kidnapping right. incident. So that's like the big thing that he does. That's like the the big names he drops when when it comes to that gang. Damn. So the um, biggest that, people in the gang kidnapped him and robbed him. That's what he says. That's I what he says. I don't understand that move. Like what? Why? I don't know. Uh, Maybe they were actually gonna gonna off him and he actually got away. I don't know. But why? Maybe. Anyway, he was there to money. avoid this. Oh, you know what? Now look, if they thought that he was snitching on stuff. Okay, yeah, ahead of time, yeah, yeah, that, that makes, that actually, this is the curious case of why Takashi was yeah. set up, yeah. 
I don't know. Yeah, by yeah, his own game. Like that's like that's such a like why? What what was the thought process behind that? But anyway, go ahead, Sylvester. Um, so then afterwards he then gives out the name uh Trippy Red as being a part of the Bloods. Um and so with Trippy Red, the interesting thing about that is that the song Gumo, which is pretty much just him talking about going out and just smoking somebody and fucking wrecking his whole life, is based off of this guy apparently because they both signed to the label at the same time they're both they signed to the exact same label and then apparently according to him is that trippy got like jealous about his popularity and how high like how fast takashi was growing and shit and so like they started beef with each other and so that's what like kind of happened there but they're in the same record label and in the same gang right man this is that's crazy so we learned that. So he puts that's the first big rapper name that we get dropped that Yeah, yeah, yeah. That from this big, case. Yeah, yeah. Is trippy. Um, and then they go and ask what was Takashi's role in the situation with the, the the bloods. And his like exact thing was saying that they were trading guns. He was giving them guns and money. In return, he was getting fame, popularity, and protection from the guns and getting street credibility and was just like part of that whole they had connections in the music industry, and so he was going to get those connections. And like the reason that he climbed to the top of where he was in the music industry was based off of that exchange of giving them money and guns and shit for the gang. Right. So, right. So he was. So he was a he was a coin purse. Right. Exactly. Right. And so apparently, like, like he didn't even the, meet Shoddy until what? The question What's up? is, why do you money? rob your own coin purse? Right. Because the coin, the money was getting better, actually. Yeah, he was like, I know. if that like so that that's that's also where I have questions because if that was the relationship, the relationship was working. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. He was yeah, getting yeah. more and more yeah. famous. He was getting involved with bigger and bigger artists. He was getting paid more and more for his shit, and in return, the gang was making more and more money. So yeah. if that's your relationship, that seems like a positive relationship. So why would you? kidnap this dude and rob him blind for all the jewelry and shit if he's your income yeah that's so wild it's yeah, weird i don't know i don't understand it's a weird relationship they've got going on bro the one thing I so will apparently say, he seemed like he was hyped out of his mind on that uh breakfast club interview and i just wonder if oh like, yeah if the dude starts getting so wild that they that the gang starts being like they're like oh we we have a problem here yeah we got a problem and we got to get rid of it. Because the one thing I will say about, about Takashi that he's been consistent is he's consistently loud. Like he's yeah. always yeah. a loud, big mouth, talks a lot, and he's always on social media, bro. He'd be right. posting about yep. everything, videos, everything. all that shit, yeah. because he loves the clout. Like that's how he right. – that's how he – that was how he started his career was that he was an Instagram star. And he never stopped like posting about shit. And so mm-hmm. I could see a world where like the leaders of the of the gang are essentially like, like this guy like talks we, too much. Yeah, yeah, like like it was it worked. Maybe it worked the first time with the YG thing, but I mean, like at the same time, they're like, dog, like we ain't trying to die now that we starting to get bread, and we got plenty of, right. also, plenty of bread to sell drugs. I also feel so. like YG is not like they have a different energy about them. Like they're both bloods and they're both open about it, but YG seems to be less uh loud 
all the time. Uh, you know what well, I'm saying? Yeah, why, YG's I, not. Well, I think it's because YG's an actual blood, <laughs> while Takashi is life, just kind of right. like a showman. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's a showman. Right. Like, YG seems to understand. Like, YG, YG. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I was, I was just going to say, YG. <laughs> oh, my God. It's a train wreck. <laughs> I was just going to say that YG, he gives you the persona that you don't want to see of a blood. So when you picture a blood, you don't picture YG the way he's acting, the way he's like carries himself in most situations very professionally and not being all up in your face and stuff. But when you see like Takashi and the way he carries himself in interviews and the way he carries himself in places, like you're like, oh yep, this is this guy's a blood. Right. Like, this guy's acting like like a fucking asshole. Like, and yeah. you think that this he's doing be that because is. he's like trying to compensate for something? Well, YG has nothing to prove. I think that right. I feel like just YG is, doesn't need to prove that he's a blood because he is a blood, you know. And like, also that there's there's also the element of bro. As you continue to talk and bait people, you do create targets. And YG mm-hmm. understanding street life, you don't want to create targets, and you don't want your homies. If your homies are the shooters, people have shooters, which is a wild concept, but that's a real thing. You don't want your shooters to have to shoot. So how do you do that? You don't go out creating madness. And that's what I'm saying. Takashi's at a certain point, once the gang starts getting money, they probably don't want the attention anymore. But right. that maniac right. is wanting all the attention. Well, one of the things, right. I don't know if you guys got to hear the Jim Jones recording with Shoddy, but one of the things that they talk about when they're talking about ultraviolating and we're super violating him is that how he he moves with, with uh, bodyguards. And so yeah. Jim Jones suggests... We'll just hit the bodyguards because once the bodyguards start to get hit, he won't have enough money to pay them to keep them around. Bro. Like their price Bro. is going to continue Damn. to rise. So if you just start to hit a couple of them, they're going to be like, yo, I've, my, like it's going to get too expensive. And that's like a that's a crazy concept. Like that's your bro. plan. Duh, Jim Damn. Jones. Just put out a rap album, bro. Why is I heard name? that album is actually fire as fuck, too. I heard. I haven't listened to it I yet. I heard he just dropped I, one. I, I but I heard that I Jim heard Jones album is that, fire. Based on that audio, bro, I can't have no parts in there, bro. Really? You're not even going <laughs> to listen to it? Bro, we talking about just killing people, bro? Like, we're, we're real. Like, now we're not just having it in the music. We got it. Like, the audio of the plan of execution. Yeah, it's like recorded. Like, you're having a real conversation with somebody. And about you're it. like, yeah. And yeah. Zach is sitting here like, nah, this is what I'm talking about with Zach has the cappuccino in one hand and he has the red flag in the other. He's like, yeah, I got to listen to that Jim Jones. See how we go, see how this murder bro, pops off, no, bro. No, 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 I just heard the album was tight. That's all, that's all I'm saying. But anyway, we digress. Yeah. That okay, Jim Jones so, shit is crazy though, bro. That is, wild. So going back, bringing it back. So apparently, this is what happened. The way that, that Takashi became a rapper was apparently he used to work at some grocery store, some vegan grocery store at that, and he was just like a checker. And then some some guy, I, I guess his name is Peter Righteous P, came to his line and was like, yo, dude, are you rapping? He's like, nah. He's like, well, you carry that image, man. Like, like you look like a rapper. You look like you do music or something. And so like after that, he was like, fuck, I'm going to be a rapper. And so he like started doing rap. And that's when he made the song, um, he made the song Gumo. And at that point... He wasn't in the, in the Bloods or anything like that. And this is where he first gets his interaction with the Bloods. He calls up um, one of his friends, Seiko Billy, is a rapper that he met, who was part of the Bloods. And he's like, yo, man, I'm trying to get all of them out here for this music video. And he's like, all right, well, we're going to get a couple, we're going to get some out there. And so what happened was um, we ended up getting Shoddy comes through. And that's when he first meets him. 
and he shows him how to do the the crypt sign. I mean, the the blood signs, the the tray signs, and the handshakes and shit for the music video. And they show up, and they're not as deep as the music video has. So what Takashi did is he bought like four dozen boxes of red bandanas and handed them out just to everybody that was there, bloods and non-bloods, like everybody that was there. So it just looked like it was a huge amount of people there for him that were just like banging with him. Hmm. And so he was doing that. And then at that point, publicity stunt, exactly. And so at that point, he doesn't actually become officially a blood with the nine tray until he does the song uh, Coda with with like a music video for it or whatever. And so then that's how we find out that his career was based off of them and they got him off. And then as soon as they, they affiliated with each other, he just like soared up in the charts. Wow. And that was because of the connections they had in the music. And then that's what he was saying that in that thing, what he got was protections and shit and street credibility. And then on the other hand, he gave him guns and money hmm. for doing that. And so this is also but, day two. This is when he also dry snitches on, uh, on Jim Jones and Cardi B, right? No, that's not until day three. Oh, okay, sorry. I'm he does that day I'm three. Too far. My bad. So, and then what we find out is back in apparently August twenty second, twenty eighteen, uh, he got. That's when one of the times he got arrested. Uh, within twenty four hours of him getting arrested, he apparently name dropped one of the people in the gang. For the situation, which is probably why he got off with such an easy thing, because he he turned on one of them. Oh, man, he's been snitching since day one, bro. This ain't new. The cameras are just finding out, <laughs> but he's been doing it for the from the jump, bro. That's how that's how he's been avoiding jail time. <laughs> Matt was right. You, they should have started asking questions, bro. Somebody what's that line? In, uh, and so then, uh, what's that line in a? Uh, is it a Rick Ross song? It, it's either a Rick. It might be a Jay Z song or a Rick Ross or, or a Fifty. No, it's a Fifty Cent song. When he starts talking about how like all the homies getting hit, but you looking good, bro. Like you're chilling. <laughs> all your shit's tight. Like <laughs> hold up. Like I got questions. You know there what I mean? To like be questions asked, bro. I've seen enough mafia movies to know that when a man can keep when when the when the feds keep looking at you and being like, you know what, we'll we'll let you off easy this time. Why is that <laughs> happening, bro? Why is that happening? For real. For real, bro. bro. Hey, it's true. <laughs> it's true. So then <laughs> So then they also covered the the car incident, the the kidnapping incident that he had, and apparently Ellis is trying to tell the people cuz he was one of the people that supposedly kidnapped him, and he was saying that this was just all publicity stunt by him his end, but that was him saying that. Like he's on trial for that doing that that day. Shoddy? And so, uh yeah, Ellis, Ellison. Oh, okay. So like Ellison was, and so like he was like, nah, man, this is a publicity stunt. And so he's over there defending himself. He's like, nah, man, I'm not gonna fucking kidnap myself for a music video. You see this shit? You guys rob me of all my shit and stuff like that. You guys whoop my ass. Mm-hmm. So like he was defending that. And then the last thing that happened on day one was they pulled out his music. They pulled out Gumo and they pulled out Coda, and they started going bar for bar and questioning this man on it. Damn. So like, so like, I mean, they they were like, "Yo, so please explain to us that aren't bloods what a blicky is." And he was like, "Yeah, well, it's a gun." And he's like, "Well, why do they gotta be on stiffy?" And he was like, "Yeah, well, they can be sh- scared of my gun." And so like, he literally ran through of all and like pretty much genius his own he work genius. that he did <laughs> in front of the court, bro. Oh my and God. so like, 
The crazy thing is that that this isn't the first time someone's had their songs pulled out oh, in bro. court. Not the first to time. testify not over. Not the first at all. This happened in nonstop now, bro. Yeah. So like like it's I'm sure it's scaring rappers because there's a lot of rappers that go out there, you know, and like that do do what they say. Like I think I um I might have sent you guys one of the videos of, of one of the guys who's like uh, what's his name? I forget what his name is. I could probably look it up. But anyways, he goes around and like robs literally Walmart and shit like that. He like fucking like makes freight credit cards and get that shit going. And then like he like wrote a song all about how to do it, exactly how he does it. Oh, and I'm like, bro, you're going to be pulled out in court, man. Yeah. What are you, you're not watching the Takashi trial? Mistakes. Mistakes. So that's where we wrap up day one. Day one, he pretty much gets on trial for who he is, what's his role in the gang. He snitches on two big gang members and on Trippy Red. That's day one. That's a hefty day. That is a hefty day. Day two, let's go. How you guys? How you guys feel about that so far? Oh, hello. Uh, I just, I just, yeah. I mean, I don't know, dog. I mean, are, I, I think I want to. I'll save my thoughts for the end. Let's just, let's, just let's get to the, day two. The only thing that bothers the, the big thing that bothers me, like, I actually want to believe that this initiation thing, like that initiation factoid of how you get into the uh the six trade gang i want to right that's what it's called right yeah the, the, uh like, nine trade nine trade tra- my bad no disrespect uh is i just want to believe that that's actually not happening because like that's like bro walking up to a random person and slashing people like bro like this is the kind of problems where like where when people look at gangs and they automatically are like look we got they got gang lifestyles out there. It makes the entire lower end of income levels look very bad. And yeah, and also I'll say that gangs like throughout the history of 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 gang life haven't always been bad. They have not. Their origination they haven't always been right. bad. They were not bad. They were they were community activism. Right, is a community group that wanted to improve right. the lives of of the people around them. And I think that 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 level of uh, uh, altruism can still exist within the culture, but right. when you have stories like that, like how the the nine trays get initiated, regardless of whether they're true or not, what it does is it nullifies anybody in that culture that's trying to make a difference for a positive, Correct. because it creates this image of like, oh, they're all bad. It's yep. oh, that's all bad because that is all bad. Right. But it, it's easy for a viewer or somebody from the outside to just overgeneralize it and be like, that's how they all are. Like, they're yep. dangerous. Right. Right. All right. Day two. Go ahead. So day two, takeaways, big ones. So the first big thing that happened is they, they brought up the fact that he called a hit on Chief Keefe. Yeah. They brought that up in court. They had evidence on that, that he did that. Uh, apparently, uh, he has a shooter's. Right, like when he says, my man says he's got shooters, yeah. he didn't really like lie, he actually has shooters. And, um, apparently, he like looks like he uh hit up one of his friends, uh, Cuban is what his name was, and told him that he'd give him 20k if he shot Chief Keith. Uh, so that guy went out, shot once, and missed him, so he only gave him 10k for that. And so, and boosted that's like Chief Keith's street cred. Boost the Chief Keith Street cred. I mean, obviously that plan backfired on him, but the fact that he actually did that and like they had that evidence to be able to yeah. hit him with that—that's yep. wild. 
Like, what are you doing? Are you using Venmo? Like, how did? Yeah, how did they get that evidence? Ten, bro, he keep ten well, k for hitting. I, I thought he ten k for the hit. I thought he paid him in cash because he was real big on keeping cash. Bro. <laughs> how did they get? Yeah, that? he was. I mean, I don't man, know. he Wild, probably bro. posted that shit on Instagram. Probably. <laughs> he probably did. This dude posted every... Like, his Instagram stories were always wild, bro. Bro. All right, go ahead. Keep it going, bro. <laughs> Wildness, bro. Goofball of the Day three. Okay. So, this next part um, is the part for the shooting at the Barkley Center where they shot at Casan- Cas- what was yeah, Casanova. 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 Mm-hmm. They shot at Casanova. Another up-and-coming uh, New York hip-hop artist. Right, and so he gave all the credit for that hit to Ellison. Yeah. So he told the people that it was his idea, that he did it, that he had no part in that shit. Mm. So. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Uh, It's just also very interesting because there's also, Casanova is like, he's seen as, uh, like he's he's seen as like he's becoming well connected within New York. Uh, and so that's very like that's just real interesting, because like if Takashi gets out and Casanova continues to get big, that's that will be tricky, bro. Bro, I don't think Takashi's getting out and doing music anymore, bro. He's done. So not, yeah. So no, the way they, we'll get back to that. Let's keep going. So the way they got that information that he did that that um that Ellison was the reason the the culprit behind it and it was all the nine trade bloods was that he gave them his group text messages and in that group text we get we get um a chat from ellison and seiko where seiko is like there's a there's a kite out saying if any apes happen to cross your path fire on you or anybody around you smarten up and then ellison says apes can fire out this dick they don't want war with billy nine trey and so then um that's like when apparently that that's them saying that Casanova was talking shit about them and giving them because the this song set tripping mm-hmm. was what the song was and so he's like talking mad shit about him and so that's why I'm like talking about like fucking with them and shit and that's where they get that group text and then right after that group text they go off and he gets shot at in Brooklyn wow so Jesus man bro this is like scary it's scary you like when you think about it it's scary cause like now they talk and they move the way they move like bro like if you know that you're dealing with like some real killers like why why don't you care about your life on a higher level than that? I just feel like it's interesting that the thing that strikes me is how, like, at the end of the day, people are dying for things that they've said about somebody else. Like, yeah. that seems so, like, light to me. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. if I said, if, if I, it's like, it, all right, you and me matter in an argument. And I'm like, well, Matt, I think you're dumb. And then in yep. your mind you're like, oh, you gotta you gotta die for that. Like you now you <laughs> need to die for what you, you just die. said. Yep. And then me saying that, like, I know that, that that's a consequence for me saying that to you, I still say it anyway. Because I want to prove that I'm some type of way. That's what like it, I mean, it's it's a different setting and context, but ultimately we're it's people are dying over words. When yep. I feel like in my mind, it's so easy for me to just be like, I'm just gonna move past that. And have a happy, positive life. Like, I don't like what this person said, but is it worth my time and energy? Not really. So I'm just going to go this way and then live my life, like, as best I can. That's not a thing, though, in this culture. You can't do that. And that's, like, that is crazy to me. 
Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, like it's wild it the way that like and dying over over. It's words? weird. People's mindsets, man. People's mindsets are crazy out here, man. Yeah, I know. It's, yeah. All right. So then they also bring up. So actually, this this is interesting. It's kind of a um, you know. 2020 site, but we, we we brought this up before, and I think Matt's covered this part about rap a lot records. Yeah, right. Then yep. and Jay Prince, Jay and Prince. like mm-hmm. you don't fuck with Jay Prince. Mm-hmm. I played with Jay Prince. So the incident they have is apparently Takashi and a bunch of Trey Nine Trays were supposed to go perform at the um, Texas South by Southwest like event yep. that they have over there. Yep. In Austin, yep. And so they were supposed to per- perform there, but apparently Takashi and his crew didn't like they hit up Rap a lot. They didn't hit up Jay Prince and be like, "Yo, man, we're here. We're gonna perform." Like they didn't get his permission to perform, so they didn't let him into the the South by Southwest. And so what they ended up doing is he didn't perform. And so to that same night, they go and fucking rob and beat the shit out of him, jump. One of Rap a Lot Records artists, and I don't, I don't know who it was. Like I didn't see who it was, but one of Jay Prince's artists, bro, and just whooped his ass and robbed the guy. So that got to me like thinking, like, all right, so are we gonna do an investigation on Jay Prince? Like, what the fuck is no, happening now, man? This is that. I'm busy, you know, bro. I, I already said I can't do that. You don't. My schedule's with, full, bro. I ain't, I, I ain't talking about that guy. You do not mess with the boogeyman of rap music, bro. Bro, you have to ask Dude, him permission to perform? <laughs> Didn't get his That's what strikes me. Like, hold on. You got to call him and ask? If you can? Does this man run all of it? Like, the whole thing? That's wild, bro. Yep. Oh, wait. This is that one where the, they actually robbed Jay Prince himself, I think. This is the one we were talking about where the where you were no, 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 talking no, about no, Matt, no, where he was like no, asking no, no, about his chain. Rob, they didn't rob Jay, Jay Prince or Jazz Prince. They, ro- they robbed one of his artists. But then, and then they went right. immediately. The chain thing, yeah, right? They, immediately. But I thought it happened in New York. I thought it happened. I thought they. It was in New York. They beat them so up. yeah, that they, they it wasn't that same day. They flew back to New York and fucked. Yeah, they and found. Beat them up. They yeah. found nobody. Nobody was just chilling and didn't know that there was like any problem. And, oh, is it uh, YBN Almighty J? Yes. Yeah. And they got their voice. Yeah. And they got their voice chained. And you can Google. You can Google the picture of when. When uh, Jay Prince gets the chain back, and there's like I said, there's a, like there's clearly a code, and I'm not about to touch it. There's a code of the streets and these groups. I don't know how that works. I just know that the boogeyman of rap, you don't fuck with that guy in the way that he does things, and his son seems to be the same way. It's wild, bro. It is hella like- wild. He couldn't perform because he didn't get the okay. Yeah. Like, that's wild to me, bro. Bro, and they get the chains so, back from these guys. Like, they jumped that dude in broad daylight. And they got that chain mm-hmm. back. Like, two days later, chains back, got it back. He's standing there with Prince Montana. And it's like, yo, I don't understand, bro. All I can say is, I don't understand. Yeah, that's crazy. I wonder what's the chances that he ended up just going buying the exact same chain. Uh, I, I think there's a video of him getting it back. <laughs> There's a, it's slim to none, uh, because the, for one, the guys who ever got the real chain would then just post a video of the actual chain again. Uh, like they don't got to even show. Oh, it good point. They Solid. Show it. But also, this happened with Steve Francis. This is his thing. Like if you want to get, like Fifty talked about it on a, 
uh, on Get Richard Dottrine, he said, uh, you get your chains, like, I think it was Get Richard Dottrine when he says, like, somebody snatch your chain or something. I know some niggas who know some niggas. I can get your chain back. Like, mm-hmm. if some, it happens. Mm-hmm. Steve Francis had his chain took. And it was wild how it happened. It's on video online. Steve Francis, the Rocket basketball player. Jay Prince, one day later, gets the chain back. Jesus. Damn. All right. Also, That's this wild. episode is especially brought to you by K2 the Cat. We are not street guys for anybody listening. We want to make that clear. <laughs> so if you're a cat meowing, that's, that tells you our lane. All we're doing is yeah. we're, just, we're just looking at it and we're saying that, hey, guys, hey. we want y'all all to be safe. Yeah. We just, we're just we're just studying <laughs> the culture as best we can. <laughs> that's what we're doing. Day three. Right, so we got one go more ahead. day. Let's go. Okay, so the end the end of the day too with just going over the case notes again for his um, kidnapping and whatnot, and then day three. This is where it gets kind of interesting and things start getting a little more uh, more wild, if you will. So the first thing that happens on day three is that Takashi claims that both Jim Jones and Cardi B are part of the Bloods, uh, and that Jim Jones is specifically part of the Treyway. So. Uh, let me pause you right there and let's talk about dry snitching. Uh, so whenever you throw out information, it seems not important, but now creates an element to put somebody on the radar of the court or of the law enforcement. And this is why I think like a lot of people are like up in arms. So Cardi B has like some cases that she's dealing with. And I would assume based on what the audio they got with Jim Jones, he may have some something similar. So the dry snitch thing is to not tell like, oh yeah, that person did this. Oh yeah, that person did this. All the lawyer literally needs to say is, you were confirmed by an informant that you are part of this game. And when they build their case later, they will cite this case in that attack on whoever that person is. And that's why a lot of people are very, like getting real upset about the Trippy Red, the Cardi B, the uh the Jim Jones comments because it's like wait like that like he's it's going even further than like just even in inside his game and like the people he was connected to because I think a lot of people actually look at those guys and they're like why did y'all even align yourselves but now he's dry snitching and he's pulling people in that people thought they're like wait why are they being brought into this so the yeah. interesting thing, and the interesting thing about the Cardi B, so the Jim Jones one, that was definitely the Jim Jones was. I feel like the Jim Jones, he was involved. I mean, there's audio of him telling yeah. like homies, like we gotta kill this guy. So I feel like that's a pretty right. intimate involvement with with Six yeah. Nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cardi though, I, I don't, so, I don't understand. Like, I don't know how she even came up. So they got him. They got him in a trap. This is what happened. So this is what happened. It, it what the case notes showed was. They asked, they were asking him about rappers and bloods, and he was like, they were like, yo, he's like, well, I'm not the first entertainer that's been like, that's a, a blood, or like claims to be a blood either. And then they were like, oh, do you know of any others? And he's like, nah, man, I keep to myself. And they're like, have you heard of Cardi B? And he's like, yeah, I've heard of her. And he was like, is she part of the blood? Is she a blood? And then that's when he says, I mean, I know who she is, and I know who she was. I didn't pay any attention to her, though. I didn't have time for that. And then they were like, so is she a blood? And he's like, man, I think I heard she was like a brim or something like that. And so 
But they're like instantly like, ha ha! He told us you're a blood yeah. right there. They got me. And so they like caught him. In, they caught him in the trap. Yep. So like he didn't straight up be like, yo, Cardi B's a blood. Like like what happened was is that mm. they caught him in a trap and they 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 trapped him in it. And it just seems like they're trying to like I don't know what they're doing. Maybe getting some big names out there that are going big right now and trying to catch him in an act. I don't know, but they definitely caught my man in a, in a. I mean, I think they're case, I, like in a trap. Personally, I, personally, I think that they're trying to build. I mean, which would be crazy. I think they're. They have clearly they got some type of interest in Cardi B, and she's got like some legal stuff going down. Uh, that's like right. kind of important, so I can understand why they're doing it. I just did I didn't know that anything was going on with Trippy Red, so like that was crazy to me. Did he did he just like sit down and get in front of the mic, and it was just like, hey, Jim Jones is a blood. Like, was he the exact opposite of Cardi with him? Sylvester, that's for you. Wait, what's that? Oh, sorry. I was I was reading some more case notes. What's that? I was asking if it, when he uh, did he just like straight up snitch on Jim Jones or did he get caught in the trap there too? So, um, so this is what it was. They were like, um, this is exactly what happened. <clears throat> I got to the exact set case notes. The judge asks him, or the um, the the prosecutor asks him. Have you ever heard of what a dry snitch is or dry snitching is? And Takashi replies, it's a term I've heard before. Uh, it's a term on the streets, snitching without snitching. It's like, then the, ju- the judge stops him and he says, I don't think we need to hear any more of that answer. But, but what was said is received. And then he's, he was like, oh. And they're like, do you know who Jim Jones is? And he's like, who's Jim Jones? Oh, no, they're out, they ask him, who is Jim Jones? And then he replies, a retired rapper. And they're like, is he a member of the nine tray? And he just replies with yes. Uh, word. So they even asked him what dry snitching was like, and they didn't even let him finish the story. They're like, all right, we think you know what you're talking about. Yeah. Let's keep on moving. Yeah. Crazy. Crazy. It's crazy because I, I wonder if this judge, like when I, like when I think about that I, in my mind, I'm like, wait, this judge actually is like, I thought the judge was actually gonna uh, was trying to like make peace with the fact that like yo this is a bad idea that we're doing this to this guy, and so like he's asking him about dry snitching, to like it's almost like a precursor forewarning for Takashi. Then the questions continue, and Takashi dry snitches. You see what I'm saying? Like the judge yeah. wanted him to say right. like I plead the fifth. Hmm. Interesting. But I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing about talking about a case like this is that we're never, nobody, like, we can speculate, but Correct. we just you, don't you know. Never get the, like, yeah, we're never going to know. Fact, yeah. Yeah, you never know the full fact of it. Yeah. Yeah. All right, go, go yeah. ahead. Well, well, you, got, you got more? So, yeah, so then they, yet again, they're, they're really big on this kidnapping situation that happened. And this is why I lead to believe that this kidnapping is 100% legit. Because they bring it out again for the thir- three days in a row, and this time they're like, "Okay, we have all the evidence and all the f- we've watched the videos. We know what your side of the story will happen." Now, there's footage of you saying that you're gonna pay fifty thousand dollars for a hitman to come and take out whoever tried to kidnap you, and so he was responding with, "Yes, I did do that. I, at that time, I was willing to pay fifty thousand dollars for a hitman to take out whoever tried to kidnap me and rob me." So like interesting. Thank you for that. Crazy. Sir. Yeah. And he's about so then to after that be out next year. 
Yeah, so after that, then after that, they they bring out um the Rapalot Records robbery again and the assault. And then the um so what they do is they they ask him about why wasn't he there or what happened? Um, and he said that he was too famous to hold the gun to use in that assault. Yeah. Mm. So he was there for the incident. That's why he filmed he it. He filmed was the it. filmer, he, apparently. He actually kept the bag. They found the bag in his apartment. How dumb are you? Damn. Like when they originally arrested, so what hap- when they originally arrested Takashi, they found that they found that bag. So what was interesting about the situation, though, or what just happened, is that this right here makes me lead to believe that he was working with, with the cops or whatever reason. Because what happens was, during this robbery, uh, he was there for the robbery. He filmed it. Shoddy was there. And apparently Shoddy threw him a gun and was like, yo, we're about to go take care of this guy. And then Takashi gives the gun back. And he's like, nah, man, I'm too famous to get out of the car with a gun. Hmm. <laughs> That does seem fishy, though. Man. And so then what happened after that, after he did that, so after he did that, apparently they kicked him out of the car and made him take the subway home. Damn. That does he said, seem... Because he said that. Yeah. They huh. kicked him out the <laughs> Bruh. Bro, this is movie worthy, bro. This is movie worthy of the kid, the kid who gets in over his head. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's bro, the thing. This, this really that, is a movie, bro. Like so much, so much different shit has happened that I feel like in five, six, seven years, bro, like we're definitely gonna get a Takashi Six Nine movie because this shit, like this, just the just oh yeah, this facts, is motion picture worthy, bro. bro. It's nuts. It is bro, nuts. Let me. Let me paint y'all a minute and 30 second picture, bro. Let's say Matt Simon is hella wild. Hella wild. And I'm like, yeah, let's go. Let's go get him. We're going to go kill this dude that was yelling at me earlier today. And Zach is like, dog, I'm down in his. He's got on his like little, uh, his little sweater. He's holding his cat and he's got his, he's got his cappuccino. He's like, I'm down. Let me get my red flag. Let's go. And Sylvester is like, Sylvester is wide-eyed and bushy-tailed like, bro, oh my God, oh my God. And I'm like, bro, let's go right now. And Sylvester's like, all right, I'm going to go, but I won't get out the car. And so we ride up and I'm like, yo, Sylvester, take this extra piece I got and I, and I throw it to him, right? And Sylvester, and I'm like, get out the car. And Sylvester immediately, yeah, Sylvester's juggling the gun. He's like, oh my God, take this back, man. I'm t- in that moment, you're like, so, think about how panicked you are. How panicked you are as I'm telling you. Especially all, if you know that you're, you're wearing a wire. Bro, and you got to come up with an answer like this, bro, like that fast. You got to come up with an answer so that I'm appeased, but I'm not suspicious. And I go finish my robbery, bro. Mm. This dude, he may be a master <laughs> improv guy, bro. <laughs> bro, I don't know. I don't think it worked, though, dog. Because he got kicked out of the car. He got kicked out of the car, had and to take walk, the subway to walk home. And take the subway and then home. days later, he got kidnapped himself. Like, I, to me, it's like they might be on to him at that point. Gentlemen. Like, just like, wait. Gentlemen. I'm going to say that they weren't fully on to him. Because in that moment, right then, once they completed that robbery, if they were suspicious, I would think that Takashi does not live after that night. Hmm. I guess that's fair. 
Yeah. Because he filmed yeah, it. Yeah, they shit just too, punished him so. for being trash, is what I was assuming. Like, nah, bro, see, you bet you still don't get how it works. He's a bitch, yeah. yeah. Subway. Yeah, time. he's a Go bitch. Think about what you did on yeah. the subway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. You're grounded, you're a kid. grounded goofball. Damn. What a <laughs> what a story, bro. What a story. Okay, so so it gets better. This is so we also find out that this is where, where we find out that Takashi's gonna be out early 2020. And so what happens is they bring up the Chief Keith incident again of him calling a hit hit on Chief Keith, right? So the cross-examiner goes and is like, yo, can you explain to me what does trolling mean? And Takashi replies is, it's showing a little bit of my personality. And they're like, what about in this video? And he's like, I wasn't trolling. I was saying, fuck Chief Keith. And they're like, and then you ordered a shooting. And he's like, correct. And then, are, then they ask, if you got to serve time and you get out at the beginning of next year, right? And he's like, correct. Correct. And correct. And get out early at the beginning of next year. Wait, what? So, was that yeah. him confirming that he he's he can get out at the beginning of next year? Yeah, that's the plan. Mm-hmm. Bro, okay, so then what? Like, what is this guy going to do? First of all, I don't think all right, he can do okay. music. Here we go. All right, now we got... Now, so, here's the real conversation right here. Uh, so, only other thing that's left about that video or, like, about this case thing is that apparently... There is a video of Takashi playing dead, and that's it. Apparently, that's like they brought it up in court. There's not much said about it. It's really weird. Um, and it was done by Ellison's lawyers. Hmm. Playing dead. Yeah. And what was the context? Like, who else was there? The lawyer, and then Ellison, oh, and then life. him. Does this guy leave, bro? Bro. Alright, that's weird. I don't even know what to do with that. Is he gonna do music again? I don't know. Oh, okay, so let's do that. I don't know what the playing dead thing is. I'm confused. I'm, I need to do some more digging because that's like all that's there is just that they're asking him, hey, is there a video of you playing dead? And that's it. So I just don't want to leave you guys on a cliffhanger. We're all on cliffhangers right now. Yeah. Um, Is he gonna do music again? That's the thing, bro. Like, it's hard to tell. Like, there's no First way. First of all, my man does if he does music again, There's I mean he's no probably way. he's absolutely no way going to have the popularity, right? Oh, the for crazy sure thing if is, he did music again, he'd have popularity. That'd be the got problem. Bad popularity. So much popularity now, bro. There's already a bunch of artists that have come out and been like, "I'll work with Takashi again as soon as he gets out." Nikki said it. Uh Trey Song, well, not Trey Songs. Uh Fuck, who's Tory Lanez? Tory Lanez. Tory Lanez has said it publicly. I feel like this is just giving him more popularity as an artist. The reason why I think he's there's no chance he's going to is because he's made so many enemies, bro, at this point. Like, he's got to be afraid for his life. If he goes out and does music again, bro, that's like a that's a death sentence, bro. Like, See, that's the thing, too. It's like if he gets out, he's going to have to do house arrest, right? He's, or like witness protection right at this point because, I mean, all the bloods are going to be looking for him. This man's done. Yes. Gangsters are going to be looking yes. for him. He's going to go bloods, straight right? into like witness crypt. protection, all the- and Takashi's going to turn into Daniel Hernandez. And he's going to try to lead a quiet life. That's what I think so, is going to happen. So but what's wild is he's... N- Go ahead. So there's multiple things, though. One, the, allegedly, they report that the DA will not... They'll put him in witness protection. They won't take the tattoos off his face, which means he's going to have to change his tattoos on his face if he's going to do that. He could just get them removed himself. He could pay for that. Uh, That's not that big. Have you seen those things? Those things are fucking huge, bro. bro. That's just got to be a struggle. He can get them removed. 
Okay. All right. All right. You say he's got the money. My man's going to be walking around with an all black fucking inked face, bro. That's thinking, what's going to Yeah, happen. that was what I was thinking. I was thinking he's going to just have to do half his face a different way. Um, here's number two. I'm not sold on. So here's the thing. We're getting to a point where rap music isn't directly tied to the streets, which actually is a good thing, in, in my opinion. Like, there's no, there doesn't need this bleed over. And all like we don't need to bring in street life into the studios because then people die in the studios, uh, right? So, and fans don't really care if the music slaps. One, number two, he's got the public eye. It's at a paramount level now. It keeps going up because we mm-hmm. everyone is paying attention to the goofy shit, which is why I did not want to like I don't even want to give credence to it. But hey, we got to talk about it. Everyone else is knowing about it. But here's the third thing. I, if he can somehow spin his way into getting out and traveling overseas, a lot of street guys, black street guys, aren't going to Sweden or to mm-hmm. New Haven, right. Finland, or whatever, right. anywhere. Mm-hmm. The Deutsch. Mm-hmm. And then he gets to then he gets to maximize on that popularity and he can make his music there. Now, I wouldn't recommend going to London. Or to France, because there's a lot of we ride thick over there as well. But if he goes somewhere else, <laughs> he may actually be safe, which is wild to think. And then Bro, he could have. A let me ask from. you this: Don't do he you won't think be able that to he could accomplish that same safety by going somewhere like in within the United States? Like, if he moved to like the Midwest. Oh yeah, if he makes no music. No, no. If he makes music, but he just l- leaves New York. Sir. Like, do you still think that the Bloods are going to travel from wherever to, from New York to like Colorado, bro? He just because I feel like I that's mean, basically what down. the witness protection program is, right? I mean, put them in this small yeah, ass little in, area yeah, and then nowhere. Yeah, no one cares who you are. I don't. I th- mm-hmm. honestly, I think that his. I think that he's so much of an idiot. And if he's he's not going to make music in the Midwest, is what you're saying. No, he is. I'm saying, would he be safe? Oh. So you're saying he can make music in Sweden and be safe. Would yeah. he be safe in Colorado making music or no? I got to say Like, no. just your opinion. I mean, no. I mean, bro, there's a saying for drug dealers, like when they fly birds down south and they go get, like, drugs or take drugs somewhere. Like, so if they can take drugs somewhere, then they can definitely catch a ride to Wisconsin and go get mm-hmm. some cheese and fire <laughs> a couple shots at a maniac. By the way, I wouldn't put it past this maniac. <laughs> To the to come out and put his like put his own life on the line for more attention, and say what state he's at. He made it very known Dude, that he stayed in the could, same projects that he had always been in. Bro, would he? Dude, that's the wild thing. That's crazy. Would he stay in New York and just keep making music? No, bro. He wouldn't live. He would. I, honestly, I would put a ticker on his life, bro. Yeah, there's no way, bro. The thing is, is that I'm sure if he goes to the witness protection program. They're going to be like, yo, man, you can't make music anymore. Well, he hasn't listened to any of the other warnings the law has given him, you know? Correct. So he's definitely going to be making music and yeah. shit. He's going to be on Instagram and shit. I don't yeah. know, man. I feel I, like when he gets out, he's going to be in an interesting situation, especially because, sure, the witness protection program, cool. Good good for that program, whatever. But has it ever really dealt, dealt with somebody that's been this as popular, as famous and as like you can't like walk down the street and not see Takashi and be like, oh, I don't know who that is. No, of course you know who Takashi is. He's got six nine tattoos tattoos and... all over his face, dude. Yeah, man, he's got rainbow dreadlocks and he's got fucking or long hair and he's got fucking grills that are fruity loops, bro. Like, there's no way. The funny thing about that is, I so you can make an argument 
that if that if they did have someone big enough, like a big enough gangster, and they had to hide him, they could have faked that gangster's death, and then you would have never known if they successfully hid them. You see what I'm saying? Right. Uh, right. Now, those guys would be streetwise. We're talking about a goddamn idiot over here. No chance. <laughs> no chance is successful, bro. No chance. But he wouldn't tour. He would not make money touring. Uh, maybe. No, he wouldn't be able to tour. I mean, in China or somewhere, which he would still make good money chi- touring literally outside of the States. Uh, but Maybe I'm, some VMA shits, award I'm shows saying, yeah, and shit. I'm saying he could actually do No, he can't do no VMAs because then like somebody made Bro, he couldn't point. even do VMAs before this. He's not going to be able to do VMAs no. after. It's going to have to be all the places that no one cares about in America, bro. He's got to be everywhere that the Americans don't care about. Sydney, Australia. Australia. So, let, so, so let me ask you guys this. Over, under, bro. This guy, when he gets out, makes music. Does oh, he, bro, does he or say, does he on not? On his life. Whoa. On his life, too. Gonna... Let's do over, just... under, on his life. <laughs> no, let's just do bro, music. In... Let's do music. <laughs> you were in pure troll mode. I'm going to say he doesn't make it out in all honesty. Um. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna say he doesn't make it like within five years. If he lives here and he does music, he will not live five years. And I hope that that does not come to fruition. I hope he goes overseas. And then but you think he's to gonna make music. music for sure? If he I would gets out when he, he gets out, I, I'm I, gonna put my yeah. money down that he's gonna try and make music again. Yeah, I'm gonna put money down that he'd make music as well. By the way, his music sucks for me personally. I just want to throw that out there. That that music is trash, bro. Yo, man, music, I'm, I'm still jamming to that shit, bro. Uh, last footnote, dude. My favorite, Zach. my favorite part though is is when Tory Lanez, he's on the song with Tory Lanez on his new album, and at this point, they he isn't part of the Trey Way anymore, and Tory Lanez knows that, and so he's like, "It's fucking Trey Way." Oh my bad, we ain't supposed to say that anymore. So I'm just gonna say shit that starts with a T, and so like, there's like, because his famous thing, catch line was always, "It's Trey Way." Um. But now Tory Lanez is over here, and he was just yelling, "It's fucking Target, it's fucking Trojan." The, he, did, he did that on the on uh, the track, on the track, bro. Oh it's hella funny, bro. I don't recommend that at all, bro. Oh god. my god, that is wild. <laughs> that is wild. Unless they know that that entire gang is being buried right now, that is a terrible idea, bro. Yeah. Maybe, maybe he knew this was going to be in fruition as well. Maybe he knew this was going to happen, man. Because it sounds like Takashi's coming after everybody now, man. Bro, like, that gang is... I don't, I don't know right now. Bro, I don't understand. Okay, so last thing. Last thing. Real quick. So, we talked about this multiple times. Guys having... Getting respect or getting to work with other people. That shit is... Oh, is this the Nicki Minaj thing? Yes. That shit is not respect. That shit is literally you connecting with a person. And maybe you like their personality a little bit. But we know what it is. That is strategic marketing. You realizing that that person has the ears of enough of your demographic or a demographic you want to add to your fan base. And if that's the case, thirsty niggas will do thirsty shit. And that rule applies to a lot of what happens in hip hop. And I never look at someone and say, oh, that guy got to work with one of my artists that I like. My artists that I like must really appreciate that guy that I do not respect. That's not what it is. That is just that guy, make, the guy I like, like J. Cole. He's just getting a fan base and getting people to look at his music then. He's crossing over. That is what that is. The crossover effect. Uh, 
sure. I think I agree with you to an extent, but I also feel like there's certain artists that that vet before they uh, collaborate with somebody. Like Jay Z is not just gonna let anybody get on his tracks. Oh, you know I saying? agree. Like Jay Z comes out with something new right. and somebody's featured on it. That's like a nod of honor, bro. Like, welcome to the inner circle. You got to do a track with Jay. That's so I feel like That's there's certain yeah. artists that that will that view it differently. But I also feel like once you get down to like the Tory Lanes of the world and the Nicki Minajes and the Takashi Six Nine, although I hate to say this about Nicki because I actually like Nicki a lot, but I can see that that'd be, definitely be more more of a marketing play. What I can't what understand about though. People, what about when people get on music with Twenty One Savage though? Uh, what about uh, it? I don't know. It's probably a market play. You, My man you has a dope-ass golf swing, by the way. Dope-ass golf swing, bro. My man's killing the golf <laughs> but swing, let me, though, bro. But let me tell you this. Check like, out his golf what swing. I, what I can't understand Look out, Tiger. about that is after the fact, right, the, the marketing is done. You've accomplished your goal. Why would you go then out in public and and back somebody if it was just a marketing play, which both Nikki and Tori Lanes have done for 6 9 do you know what I'm saying? Like at that point, it seems like it's more than a marketing play. At that point, it seems like they're actually fucking with each other. Like they like that person, uh, right? Right. That's what the way I see it too. And isn't Nicki like, Minaj retired too? Like, way. did she retire? Bro, that ain't. I, ain't, I don't believe. So that. she ain't working with nobody. That's probably why she's saying it, bro. Who knows? I but yeah, I, I agree. I feel like I feel like there's an extent to everything. Like at that point, there's nothing really Takasha brings to the table. Her them saying that doesn't. Doesn't bring any marketing towards them, bro. So at that point, yeah, you gotta. In fact, like it might be negative way. with everything I, that's happening. With that's what right I was. Now. I was what I was thinking. Like, imagine that man. Now Tory Lanez is never gonna be able to make a track with Jim Jones. Oh my god, <laughs> bro! All I'm saying, all I'm saying is, Nicki wanted to make that video because guess what? They had like a number one single at the time. So like, she went all in on the success wave. Tory Lanez, I don't know, but that dude is, he makes some questionable decisions, and this is a questionable decision at, <laughs> bro. at best. This could be career altering for him to do that. I don't know what he's thinking right there, bro. Mm-hmm. That is, that's a, if we got, we got a goofball salad happening here, bro. We got a lot of people making a lot of goofball <laughs> moves. Yeah. I, lo- I love Nikki. I don't want to say she's a goofball, but I don't know. It's 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 just an interesting take. Like, what? In my opinion, I feel like it's beyond marketing at that point. But like you we said, right about, no, 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 you're, you're right. Gonna you're, I I'm gonna lean with you. You're right. She's gone beyond marketing. Yeah. Mm. So I mean, with that, do we got anything else to say? Nah, bro. You guys got any other takes? Any other footnotes? Strange times. In nah, bro. All right, we, when... went, we went deep. Yeah, man, I'm about to go cook me some food, and I'm gonna go listen to me some Takashi. Hey, so, bro, when you so when you leave with that, this, when you leave on this, I need a mix of some type of Takashi styled headache music as the exit beat. I, I'm throwing that out there for the people, bro. For the people. It's fucking talking. <laughs>